Welcome back to another exciting episode of Do the Woo. I'm one and one half of the amazing uh, group we have here, Brad, and we also have Mr. Bob WP. What's up, Bob? Oh, you know, doing good under the circumstances. You know, we're we're surviving out here. I I'm a homebody anyway, so I I self quarantine my entire life anyway. So <laughs> it doesn't really you know. You've been preparing for this forever. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> definitely interesting times. I'm sure we'll be talking about some of the things going on um, out and about, especially around the uh, the virus that's got everyone's attention for good reason. Uh, but before we do that, let's uh, let's thank our sponsors for the show. As always, we have WooCommerce as our community sponsor. We love WooCommerce. That's what we're talking about here. So we definitely want to thank WooCommerce for supporting the show. Um, we also have Foo Events over at FooEvents.com. So if you're looking to add event ticket functionality to your WooCommerce website, sell tickets, track tickets, RSVPs, all that good stuff. Really powerful tool. Check it out. FooEvents.com. And the, uh, the newer, uh, product in the space, WP site sync, which is a super cool product. Um, that lets you sync content, um, between different environments, you know, specifically around, you know, local staging dev production and syncing content, uh, to and from. So, it's always a challenge a lot of people have is how do they actually sync content without just copy and paste, right? So check out WPSiteSync.com for all that goodness. Um, but with that, let's get right into it. We've got a really uh, exciting guest. I'm ex- well, I'm excited to talk to him a little bit about what he does, but I'll let him introduce himself. We have Ronald Giselle. Hey, Ronald. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much for having me. It's, it's a really, really privileged. Awesome. We're excited to have you on here. And hopefully I, uh, I didn't butcher your last name too much. <laughs> I tried. No, perfect. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, Ronald, for anyone that's not familiar with who you are, why don't you give the quick uh, bio, who you are, what you do, how it relates to commerce, and we'll kind of dig in from there. Absolutely. So, hi, my name is uh, Ronald. I, uh, I live here in the UK, but I work for a company which is based in Tenerife, or at least 50% of it. The other 50% is based in uh, in Sicily, in uh, mainly in Catania. Uh, and the company is called AYTH, which stands for Your Inspiration Themes. Um, the, the mother of the company is Your Inspiration Solutions. Um, and we create uh, and develop mainly WooCommerce plugins. All sorts of plugins from, you know, from, from the moment where you come on the site all the way to the end of checkout and admin. So in total, we have about, well, over 100 plugins now on our platform, um, which um, are all available. Most of them are, well, a lot of them have free versions as well. I think on the free versions alone, we have over one and a half million um installations yeah really impressive i mean just the amount of products you have um over a million installs you said um that's that's awesome to hear i always love to hear um good success stories like that so maybe we can kind of uh dig into how you got to where you're at today you know with um i would imagine by the uh yes you said stands for your inspiration themes my assumption is you started out in themes um, but maybe tell us how, how you got to the Woo- WooCommerce world and where those decisions came from to put more of a narrow focus on on the product. Yeah. So about um, uh, eight, well, more than that, 11 years now, um, in 2009, the, the, the founder, CEO, uh, Nando Papalardo, he, he was working for a, um, an IT company in, in Italy. 
Um, and he noticed that the Italian web development and the WordPress um, ecosphere wasn't as advanced as some of the other countries like in the US and the UK. So his inspiration was to create a blog and teach uh, Italians on better uh, web design, web development uh, using WordPress. So outside of work, he would um, blog and blog and blog. Um, and slowly that evolved in creating themes for, for word, WordPress. Um, in three or four years, he became the, the number one uh, theme seller on Envato, um, generating several millions of, of dollars. Uh, creating those themes, which uh, some of them were compatible for uh, WooCommerce, um, they came loaded with um, functionality. Uh, you probably remember that time when themes were the all-in-one package with, with everything attached to it. So one of the first plugins was um, Ajax uh, Search, and um, it was a very well-received bit of functionality, and the request was for to have that as a standalone plugin. So that was very much the first plugin, and from there on, the additional WooCommerce functionality was sort of set apart as individual plugins. Uh, and from then on, I think in the last five, six years, it's just pure focus on plugins with still a few themes available, but very much on the backbone. Um, however, we've we've just released uh, another theme, which is a free theme. It's called Proteo, which is a bit of a vanilla starter theme to get your WooCommerce site looking reasonably well, actually, <laughs> looking really well uh, from the start, but also just to make sure that all our plugins are, you know, compatible with it and and work with it as a, as a sort of a testing um, blank canvas, so to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I remember, and Bob, I'm sure you remember too, years ago, like you said, Ronald, you know, themes. Um, obviously, there's a lot of theme markets out there, marketplaces, theme companies out there over the years, and the market got really saturated one way that, um, I think themes are standing out, which is it looks similar to what you were doing is to to have those specific themes with built in functionality for like a restaurant or something um, to take a theme a little bit further, you know, to stand out of the crowd, to focus more on a specific niche or or vertical. Um, you know, I think a lot of people had a lot of success with that. And I, I, I know a number of companies that went ex exact same path where they started with themes started taking more functionality into the themes. And then as that market got so saturated, they realized, you know what, we can. We can actually extract this functionality into a plugin. Yeah, it vastly opens up the market of of our you know customers from just switching out your whole theme to hey, just get the the restaurant plugin or whatever the feature that you actually want and use it with whatever theme. Um, you know, I th I've, I know a number of companies that have kind of went that route, and I don't think many have been quite as successful as you guys have because with the amount of plugins and um, downloads and everything you have, it's it's quite an impressive portfolio. So. Um, Similar path, I think, but it's kind of an interesting evolution of how companies went from themes and then really focused on plugins and have done very successful by doing that. Yeah, I um, I joined a company about um, well four months ago. Um, although before that, I was as a sort of a, a brand ambassador working for them. Um, but I, I'm really amazed and surprised how they created this uh, portfolio and how they maintain it. And uh, over the last few months, as I 
got in, you know, started talking with developers, overlooking what they were doing, um, asking lots of questions and how they how they create this this fast plugin library and maintaining it. I mean, um, only last week WooCommerce four came out, and I think pretty much all plugins were ready, tested, um, uh, compatible with the latest WooCommerce version, and that with a team of about thirty developers or so. Um, but the way they do it is you have one person have they they look after their own we call it their babies because it's very much they they created the plugin they know it inside out they look after it but under that person you have a, a group of support uh, developers that know the plugin really well uh, and then offer support for that plugin but that that group of uh, developers changes so Today, for the next few months, we have, you know, three developers that support this group of plugins, and then they move on to another set. So everybody knows the plugins inside out and move along the whole portfolio. And in that way, it's it's, it's a surprising way, but it has become very effective. The other thing as well is we, we have one framework on which all the plugins are um, built on. So they all, you know, a lot of the structure is, is in a recycled way, so one upgrade um, affects all plugins. This episode is brought to you by WP SiteSync. Think about this. How many times do you have to update your content on your WooCommerce site? Or maybe you're creating new products. It could be five or 100 new products, or just about any content you can think of. Now, this is often done live, unfortunately, or you choose to put your site under maintenance do your thing, and then bring it back up. Well, with WP Site Sync and the newly integrated WooCommerce add-on, you are now able to synchronize WooCommerce pages and posts between your WordPress sites. This allows you to create those new products or pages or posts, do your testing to make sure all runs smoothly, then simply push it to your live site with one simple click. The product information that will easily sync over includes taxonomies, product images, image galleries, tax settings, shipping classes, and pricing, just to mention a few. And you can be rest assured that new customers, sales information, product reviews, and other data in your WooCommerce store will not be overwritten. WP Site Sync supports both short codes and Gutenberg blocks, so no worries there. I'm guessing you're already thinking about the time and the lost revenue that you'll be saving. And heck, I've tested it myself and can vouch for its ease of use. So head on over to WPSiteSync.com and learn more about their WooCommerce integration. And now back to our conversation. Yeah, and I'm just curious, you have this many plugins and... It's a market you've been in it a while, which is explains also why you have this many plugins compared to a lot of people that are just stepping into the WooCommerce extension market. At this point, with that many plugins, you know, looking back, you probably, you know, since you, I know you're new to the company, but those ideas that around what next plugin should we create? And is there, scenarios that are happening right now because of i mean there's a popularity of woocommerce but also there's a lot of stuff out there maybe you can walk us through a little bit of that you know how 
how ideas are born, as you'd said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a mixture of things, of course. It's it's feedback from from customers through support. Um, the the web developer or the um, comes up with things, but the, the the most popular scenario is so we we also have this club membership whereby you can um, you pay a, an annual fee and you can use all the plugins in the library for uh, six or 30 site licenses. Uh, this is a very popular way of, of making use of all of them. And that's very much our focus. So we want to add value to this club membership. And one of the, the ways of, of adding value is also engaging with these users. So we ask them as soon as they sign up, a, a, a little while after we send them an email, say, how are you getting on? You know, Do you have any suggestions? Is there something you'd like to see? And one of the biggest questions is, what, what plugin do you think we should develop next? It's um, and of course, everybody has their own opinion because, you know, if you're on, on project A, you think, actually, I could really do with a, let's say, shipping plugin or a, uh, a multi-vendor extension to, 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 to do payments into my vendor's uh, accounts. So these ideas are being harvested through these um, club members. And then we look at a pattern, say, actually, there are quite a few people who request this. And with these and these skills, we then um, get our UX developer or designer um, to to do all the research and, and really think outside the box of what would, for me, be the absolute best scenario to manage this plugin. So it's completely with a blank canvas. What would I would I like to see it do? Um, the the whole user interface. Then these um, designs are passed on to a group, one or two developers who then sort of lay it all out. It's then overseen by a, a senior developer. Um, and then within weeks, months, it evolves depending on the size of the plugin and the plugin is born. And once the plugin comes to market, it's it's a really nice team effort because, you know, the the, the, the deadline is coming nearer and nearer. Um, we start writing blog articles about it. We link it from other uh, pages to the to tutorials, the, the um, documentation. Everybody gets a briefing of what the key functionalities are and so on and so on. And then, of course, the big release out in the wide, wild, uh, wide world uh, and off it goes. That's uh, it's interesting because I, I think of that and you've got that step between the and I'm sure they're um... – you know, working together a lot, but that UX designer and the developers, anything ever fall on their table and they go, ha ha, you got to be kidding. This sounds like a great idea, but what, where, what world do you live in? You know, it's, or is it, is it actually, I'm assuming is probably before it drops on the developer, it's considered whether it's, you know, realistic to even do this. Yes, a, a lot more research goes into the, into it, a lot more thinking. And even throughout the process, you have your ups and downs and you think, yeah, it, it's great, but this will take a little bit more time. And I think a, a key, key example that I've experienced in the last few months was the release of the uh, point of sale or POS plugin that, that was completely designed from the ground up. Uh, and I was in development for more than a year or so, but I had uh, several starts uh, of, of new developers to, to bring it uh, up to a really good standard. 
Um, so yeah, there are definitely quite a few challenges uh, within. But you know, the the the, the pool of, of developers that we are working with now, with um, eight, nine, ten years of of within the company, and at least eight years of of dedicated WooCommerce uh, development, I think we have quite a good pool of talent we can call on. Yeah, I love what you said about um, you know gathering like feedback ideas and thoughts from your user user base you know that's an area that you know obviously you have a leg up um having a really you know large base of customers a large group of people using your current products so i'm assuming a lot of that information you get back for them is super valuable um and i would imagine you also have a really um active beta testing group um of users that are you know loyal to your products and interested in what new stuff is coming out and are happy to try out either major updates to existing products or new products. Yeah. Uh, which is a huge, you know, a, a huge step up from from someone starting out fresh that doesn't have access to any of that, you know? So that's huge. It's it's a scary world to bring out a, a plugin into the WordPress and, and WooCommerce uh, ecosphere because it's people can be quite harsh when it comes to feedback and you know, we've we've learned a lot of lessons and and still learn <laughs> But that's um, you know you just pick yourself up and 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 improve and keep going until you know exactly what you're doing right and what to improve on. Absolutely. And just on 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 the on the user feedback, it, one of the things that was very much requested is the um, was the integration of Elementor. And it's not something we've looked at because it's it's you know a page bill is something that lives on the site and suddenly boom it's there. Um, you know what do you do? Um, so we took the, the, the bold decision to say, let's embrace this. Let's just make every plugin compatible with Elementor. And that's, um, it was quite a bit of a convincing of all the uh, developers, but I think in the last couple of weeks, they all took it in and learned how to do it, how to create this, these widgets, and <laughs> they moved on. And it's surprising how fast a customer, you know, much requested uh, thing now became the norm as part of the development um, project. So personally, I'm curious, uh, you've been with them for about four months and you were a, a, kind of a brand ambassador before that. Personally, how did you, maybe in a nutshell, how did you get into WordPress and how did you, you know, I guess, when did you start doing the woo? Doing the woo, yeah. Uh, the, the <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've been doing the Woo for um, for seven years, over seven years now. So I, I, well, I owned a restaurant with my wife, um, and this was a this was a, a bit of a suddenly we fell into that um, because we were both studying. She was studying computer science, I was studying uh, marketing. Um, so the plan was there, but then we fell into owning an Italian restaurant. Anyway, after seven, eight years, ups and downs, we were, we were flooded. Uh, we had a, 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 a son and we realized we can't carry on. So we took the brave decision to say, right, we are going to change our career and we're doing it now. So over uh, several years, we slowly moved from you know, finishing our, uh, well, she finished her degree while I carried on working as a, as a chef in, in pubs. Um, and I started to learn affiliate marketing. Hooray. <laughs> Back in the good old days. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you learn very quickly on how to publish content. So I, I was working with, with Joomla at that time. Anyway, a job came up uh, asking for a WordPress uh, web designer. 
so within, um, I think it was three days before the interview, I learned WordPress from a video <laughs> tutorials. It was uh, OS training. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Tofa, Tofa de Rosia. Mm -hmm. He was my uh, my tutor, and uh, he he taught me. Great, well, great. He didn't realize, but he taught me how to use WooCommerce. So that's really when I started doing the Woo from that moment, and realized that within a few clicks and adding a PayPal account, you can you can actually earn something, and that that was a great uh, a great boom moment. Yeah. Um, since then, web designer um, I started my own sort of micro agency together with my wife. Um, Got in touch with the guys at at Yes, giving sort of excellent service. Met them at WordCamps, and from then on, we the conversation grew to the moment where they said, "Would you like to work with us? Because we can see you can add some value." So here we are. Very cool. I always love to hear where people started before they got into WordPress, because I feel like most, you know, even though generally speaking, I think the the demographic is younger in terms of people working on WordPress, but they're still it's still old enough that people have generally had a, a career before. Um, you know, getting into WordPress full time, um, and it's usually not related to WordPress or tech, which is always, uh, always fun to hear. Like my my business partner Lisa Saban Wilson, who many people know, was a nurse prior to, um, you know, getting into WordPress. So it's always fun to hear those stories and the paths of uh, that you took and and where you landed. I I agree, and I think everybody's story or. Um, adds value to whatever they do now because it's a bit of a history whether it's business or or even even nursing or any side business it 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 gives you more experience one way or another yep yeah absolutely agree this episode is brought to you by foo events if you sell any kind of ticketing online and you're using woocommerce you may have discovered that it doesn't have a very intuitive approach to seamless ticket sales. I know, I've been there myself. Foo Events brings more power to your ticketing process. It's really easy to set up and you never have to worry about third-party fees again. Not only can you sell tickets, but managing them is really slick. And best of all, they have a growing number of extensions to fit any need you may have. There are no worries to the amount of tickets you can send. And for the convenience of your attendees, and to help you keep track of the event even better, it has a free mobile check-in. Managing your attendees and events goes smoother with custom event reports and ticket inventory. And you can export your attendees for additional communication that you may need to send to them. Or heck, you could even build your list. And your attendees can be rest assured that the data remains safe and private. Whether it's concerts, school functions, fundraisers, conferences, or any number of events that you sell tickets to, Foo Events has you covered. And they have a really sweet offer for you, our listener. Simply go to fooevents.com forward slash do the woo and get the Foo Events for WooCommerce plugin. This is a premium plugin for an entire year. Free, no strings attached. This offer is limited, so head on over to fooevents.com forward slash do the woo. And now back to our podcast. Yeah, well, this is um, this is good stuff. And yeah, it, it was interesting hearing where you came from and yeah, the affiliate marketing. I think we've, you know, a lot of us been there, done that. And, and that's another whole uh, animal in itself. I, anything else you want to, uh, Maybe even the past four months, anything you've 
learned by moving from that transition into the, you know, working for them full time? Working for these guys, I've, I've got a huge respect for them. Um, I've, you know, I've met them. Uh, we, we spent a week together in, in Tenerife, uh, where sort of the head offices, the guys from uh, Sicily came over. And working with these guys who are so dedicated, it, I've got a huge respect for them. But it's, um, it's also now my job to, to share that with the wider world, that, you know, the, these developers who work tirelessly, creating these functionalities, um, supporting customers and sharing this with the, with the WordPress and WooCommerce community that, you know, we, we're all part of this, this, this um, economy, WooCommerce economy of this, this community um, doing our bit. And I, I just really, really enjoy it. I, I absolutely love what I'm doing. Excellent. Well, a couple uh, bits of news I wanted to just touch on. Nothing real deep. We kind of went into 4.0 in depth last week uh, when we had um, Paul on the show. But one thing I did want to bring up is, I'm sure a lot of listeners already know this, but um, WP WP Mainline, uh, Jeff from previous founder and ran WP Tavern for years and years, has started a news site, a new news site, as well as some forums. He's included a forum called WooCommerce Junction in line with his love of trains and his whole theme of the site. So he's trying to, you know, build forums with a little bit, maybe I could say less friction and more help. So we'll kind of see how that goes, but you'll, want to check that out over at wpmainline.com. And then uh, last week we touched on it a bit with Jonathan, the co-host that was on as far as the it's uh, title of the actual post is COV COVID-19 guidance for WooCommerce meetup. So we're all talking about this. This has pretty much absorbed our lives, the virus. And this is an actual printed document now, kind of the direction that they're going with WooCommerce meetups. I know that I had this wonderful brainstorm of starting up the Seattle WooCommerce about, oh, three months ago and was moving towards it. And then this little hiccup came along. So Needless to say, I'll be looking at virtual options. But anyway, it's just something you can check out if you're interested in WooCommerce meetups and what's going on with that. As far as announcements, I want to kind of shift over because one of your announcements I know that you have, Ronald, segues exactly into what I was just talking about as far as WooCommerce meetups. So why don't you tell us a couple things you have going on? Yeah, so um, I think the main one is that um, I am now one of the co-hosts of uh, WooCommerce London Meetup. It's uh, it's a meetup that uh, existed for quite a few years, but in I think the last meeting was two years ago, um, and since then it sort of fell asleep. So uh, Lisa, who's the other uh, co-host, uh, and I are now sort of tasked with reviving it, but it couldn't come at a more unfortunate period of time with uh, the COVID-19. So we, we still want to go ahead, but maybe start out digitally. Um, and we've had some interesting conversations on the, on, on the Slack uh, um, 
channel, haven't we, Bob? Yeah, we have. So I think, you know, it'll, everybody's working it out, you know, as far as meetups and yeah. other virtual events. And I, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. So, so that's cool. Hey, you got to, you know, you got to start sometime. That's kind of how I feel. You know, if I just let it sit yeah. for this indefinite amount of time, we, we might as well do something virtual. What's going on? Is there, is there, what's going on with the meetup? Do you know anything in Philly, Brad? What's going on with that? Yeah, we're actually, um, our meetup is, this thursday and we're just doing it virtual so we don't want to cancel it we want to keep trying to keep some no- as much normalcy as we can so guess what there's a lot of awesome online tools just like like zoom and others i mean we're using squadcast but other ways that um you can easily do this we're, just, we're gonna have speakers come on remote and everybody can join and uh can continue to have our meetup so but we're gonna use zoom for this particular one see how it goes um we don't have the webinar option um we're gonna do it just as a normal zoom call so we can have up to 100 people um if if it's successful and people like it we might actually there's a zoom add-on i think it's 40 bucks a month where you can push it to youtube live or facebook live the stream so then it would be accessible to really anybody on the internet you know while we're doing it so we might we might look at that option for a future meetup yeah but I mean, in a pinch, it's an easy way to do it, right? Like, it's certainly it's not the same as sitting in, the, in a room together, but um, right now that doesn't seem to be like a good idea. So we can still get that information out and still connect with the community and uh, be together for a little bit, even though it's virtual. So I'm I'm really excited to see what comes out of out of this this period because people come up with their creative solutions when the need is there. Um, so to see in in just a very few days that um, meetups create an online um, community but then also have listeners in from the other side of the world I mean we for the local WordPress meetup tonight we um, we will will be online but people have committed to come and join us from the other side of the country and I can see that just growing more and more yeah that's why I'm I think is interesting is you can actually kind of dabble in some other meetups and kind of get a taste of that community easily now so um yeah i think it's yeah. going to be some cool stuff going on what i know you have another uh, thing you just wanted to touch on ronald around uh, how you're working with elementor yeah so that that's i've mentioned it earlier um so it's, it's quite a new thing and it's something we we've been experimenting with um to to look beyond the sort of standard WooCommerce WordPress integration and and work with other partners and Elementor is sort of our first one that we that we're working with uh, closely so we we sharing code and make sure we do back, best practice um, but yeah we we we're now working on 100% um, compatibility with all our plugins um, and it's just an extra thing for our users for their users. Um, but it's to see whether it's it's well received. We have no idea how well people will take this on. Brad, any anything on your end? Um, any announcements or anything exciting? Um, no. Hunkering down for you know the lockdown period here, like I think a lot of us are doing. So, um, you know, just trying to keep business as usual, right? So it's kind of a different times we're in right now. So everything's changing a little bit, but luckily. Many of us are already remote and very comfortable with it, so we can help. We can help those that aren't, especially like clients, friends, colleagues, things like that. So, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's a, it's certainly a very uncertain time, isn't it, for for many businesses and quite a scary time as well. Because how long is this going to last? 
Yeah, it's. I think the unknown is a scary part, but I think on the positive side, what I've seen and and hopefully you both have seen is kind of the local community rallying together, um, and and trying to help each other out. You know, help the elderly, bring them supplies so they can stay home. Um, you know, even the all the online stuff for kids, like all of these different you know museums and libraries that are closed down, but they're doing like live streaming shows for kids throughout the day, sharing curriculum to keep the kids busy. You know, I think it's just really cool to see local communities and the global community, like really want to help tackle this together and do what we can to get through it. So on a positive note, I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty encouraging to see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, We got to pull together and uh, that's what's going to make it happen and how we're all going to get through this. So excellent stuff. We're resilient. We're we're flexible, we're creative, and I I totally agree that we can do this together. So, Ronald, before we all head out, where can people connect with you on the web? Well, if they, of course, um, want to check out the, the company I work for, Yethemes, com. but I would also love to um, meet people in person. Fortunately, we can't do that now at WordCamps. We, uh, we were trying to beat our 20 WordCamp um, target from last year, but there's no way that's going to happen this year. So fortunately, it will have to be social media. So uh, Twitter, I think, is the easiest. It's uh, just to Ronald, so just and then the number two, uh, Ronald. Um, look up on uh, LinkedIn. Um, I'd love to have conversations, maybe book a hangout session with me with a cup of coffee. All right. Excellent. Well, it's been great having you on, learning more about the company, uh, what you've done yourself in the space. And yeah, I'd just like to thank the sponsors one more time before we head out. Again, fooevents.com. As I mentioned earlier, you can get a 100% uh, free license for a full year at fooevents.com forward slash do the woo. Uh, WooCommerce.com, don't forget to check them out. And they are having a sale right now. So they're having a 40% off everything sale. Uh, no coupon needed ends March 20th. I think it's midnight Pacific Standard Time. And of course, WP SiteSync, do check them out at WPSiteSync.com. I was playing around with it myself the other day, and it's pretty slick. It, it works seamlessly, and it was so easy to update stuff. Even though I don't have a store, I was pretending I had a store and pretended I was really excited because my stuff was updated. So it is it is a good, um, excellent new product out there. And as usual, you can always subscribe. You can find, our, find us on the favorite pod platform. You can sign up for Woo News, become a friend, all that good stuff at bobwp.com. Again, Ronald, thank you very much for joining us. It was a true pleasure. It's great. Thanks, Ronald. Thank you so much. Really, real privilege. Thank you.